Welcome to Osteopathy Unplugged. I'm Steve Paulus Dio. And I'm Bonnie Gintis Dio. We're American osteopathic physicians, and we're a married couple devoted to the practice and the study of osteopathic medicine. We developed Osteopathy Unplugged out of our passion for osteopathy and the recognition that our profession needs a more intimate conversation about who we are and what we do. Join us as we sit in conversation, talking about the inner and outer workings of osteopathy. Welcome to Episode 16, To Find Health, A Deeper Dive, Part 3. For now, this is the conclusion of our seven-part series on the distinctive osteopathic concept of to find health. In Episode 7, we began our exploration of the key A.T. Still quote, the object of the doctor should be to find health, anyone can find disease. We've devoted seven episodes to this topic because it is crucially and foundationally important to all osteopaths, and it's a vital philosophic concept that can help everyone everywhere make the world a better place. We have used your great questions as the structure for our To Find Health Deeper Dive series in order to help everyone to better understand and appreciate this crucial osteopathic concept. In this deeper dive, we will take 22 thematically linked questions and we will speak openly and courageously regarding some controversial topics. In all these variations on a theme of the questions our listeners have asked, I see the common tendency for people to search for meaning. And when the meaning of something is not obvious, it's our instinct to create meaning. We are meaning-making machines. Now, this is not a problem, but I think it's helpful for us to be aware of when we're doing this. Meaning is not always inherent, obvious, or shared by other people. One of the common ways we try to understand something is to make comparisons. Is this like that? Is health like potency? Is health like stillness? When most people are faced with a new concept, they try to understand it by comparing and contrasting it to what they already know. We ask our listeners to notice when you're doing that and try to be open to having a new concept land in you in a new and unique way. Try not to limit meaning by making it fit a model or a concept that you already know. Consider making room in your osteopathic understanding for something new. This episode is for every osteopath who has sat in a lecture or workshop and been afraid to ask simple questions out of fear of being judged for asking or of being ridiculed by other participants or by a patronizing teacher. This episode is for every osteopath who's been humiliated in public for asking a good question to a teacher who sidesteps answers to important definitions of vague terms. This episode is for every osteopath who's been brave enough to ask a tough question and been refused an answer and has been given the public proclamation, that's a stupid question, everyone knows what that means. These past three episodes are for everyone who's ever been confused and curious about a formless label presented at an osteopathic course. In this episode, we've collected many popular osteopathic or near-osteopathic terms, and we'll discuss them to the best of our ability. Although you might think we keep addressing the same topics over and over again, 
We are genuinely respecting our listeners' desire to hear the many varieties of key questions asked in many different ways so that we can answer these different questions differently. Steve and I have both attended too many osteopathic courses where the terminology is vague or includes jargon that doesn't have definitive definitions. It's commonly assumed that everybody knows in advance what these ambiguous terms mean. We have both experienced that there's an implied taboo in some osteopathic workshops about not asking questions, especially questions about basic definitions. Osteopathic groups can become quite provincial, like a small club where it's assumed that everyone knows certain secret words and how they're used. And if you ask about terms like health or stillness, people might look at you as if you're ignorant. This can be embarrassing. We believe that it's important to ask questions to explain basic definitions. Sometimes we think we know what something means, but we need to clarify how and why a teacher uses a term. Definitions can shift contextually, and it can be helpful to ask about the use of a word, especially when learning to apply it in a clinical context. As we've said in previous podcasts, we don't have all the answers, and we love the inquiry process of discovery when we endeavor to answer the difficult questions that many try to avoid. As you all know, Steve and I have a personal, professional, and philosophical motto. The worst questions are the ones not asked. To our friends, colleagues, and listeners, thank you for asking great questions. Okay, Steve, what's the first question? Okay, question number one. Is health a structure or a function? To me, health is mostly a function when we work with it practically in a clinical setting but it's more complex when we look in between the lines of the structure-function relationship. We generally think of things as being structure and forces as being function. In 1901, the famous American osteopathic pioneer E.E. E. Tucker D.O. said, and I quote, the body is not an organization of things, it is an organization of forces, end quote. This is an important quote that encompasses much of the distinctiveness of the osteopathic philosophy in the prevailing medical model, we tend to focus on things at the expense of understanding the organization of forces. In osteopathy, we are attentive to the forces and especially to the organization of those forces, or in the case of disease, the lack of organization of forces or the dysfunctional organization of those forces. Health is a function found in a living human body, and functions can be material or non-material. For example, Health is a non-material function, while the electromagnetic field of the myoelectric heart is a material function. Neither can be seen, and only one can be measured. As we have said before, the effects of health are found in structure and can be measured. This is physiology. Health always requires a structure, the body. The structure is the vehicle for the expression of health. Health is a function based upon structure. But living structure does not exist without the living component. Health is the living function of a living structure. G.D. Hewlett Dio, the famous early osteopathic pioneer who was a direct student of A.T. Still and was the nephew of Still's wife, clearly stated in 1904, and I quote, There is an organization of force that lies back of all structure, whether that latter be composed of cells, intercellular substance, or of syncytia. That force is unknown, 
but it represents an action, an energy, a function. In this sense, reasoning is justified in insisting that function is a cause of structure. This assertion, however, may be followed by the equally obvious statement that before that organizing force can express itself in any substantial way, it must have a structural basis. Let's unpack these thematically related quotes from Tucker and Hewlett. Tucker and Hewlett knew each other. Both were very close with A.T. Still. Both were some of the earliest graduates from the American School of Osteopathy in the mid-1890s. Both wrote extensively of their interpretations of Still's work. Hewlett's organizing forces are the same as Tucker's organization of forces. To me, the organizing force is the same as health, or what some call aliveness. Hewlett in particular is ultimately giving us a what came first, the chicken or the egg analogy. What came first, structure or function? What's more important, structure or function? The answer is yes. <laughs> I consider this question to be an osteopathic koan. In the practice of Zen, a koan is a question that you ask that's not meant to be literally answered. It has no answer. The contemplation of the question is meant to put you in an expansive state of considering possibilities. I would say health is neither a structure or a function, and it's paradoxically both. The answer might differ based on the context from which you ask the question. Some osteopaths are functionally oriented and would say that the function occurred first and that the structure formed to accommodate the original function. Other osteopaths might say that the structure formed and was shaped by the function that it performs. Both claims express elements of truth. Health can also be considered a field of influence. To me, health is more foundational than any structure or function because health influences both structure and function. Health is a field that occupies space and influences how the body works. Structure can be considered a container for the expression of health. I can see how Steve considers health to be a function because function is what happens inside of that container. But it seems to me that it's more foundational than that. I don't think of health as just what happens inside the container of the body. The living body doesn't exist without it. The details of how a person manifests their expression of health is what unfolds within the container of the structure of the body. All right, what's the next question, Bon? Question number two. Is there any scientific evidence of the existence of health? No, but I'm going to be more specific and hopeful by saying, not yet. Okay, Bon, do you have more to say on this issue? The episode you've been listening to just faded out because you are not yet a subscriber to Osteopathy Unplugged. Please visit patreon.com slash osteopathyunplugged and become a subscriber in order to have full access to the rest of this episode as well as the complete collection. We have created a set of foundational episodes that will be available for free for everyone. These teachings provide an introduction to osteopathic clinical philosophy. However, the full versions of all episodes are only available through Patreon. Access Patreon through their app or through a browser page. Thank you for listening to Osteopathy Unplugged. And thank you for your interest in the osteopathic experience. Until next time, be well, listen deeply, and stay curious.